What is your favorite room in your house and why? My favorite room in my house would have to be, we have this, we call it the man cave. And our house is a 1957 mid-century ranch. And the man cave is in the very back of the house and it's original wood paneling. And we have just like a game room. So we have like a ping pong table. Uh, My son has a basketball hoop in there for when his friends come over. It's like the cool room with concrete floors. It's like super mad men. And I think that's the winner for me. What's the biggest design faux pas? Biggest design faux pas, that's a hard one. I would probably say bad lighting because lighting makes or breaks a space. You can have the most beautiful room in the world. You could have just designed the heck out of it. And if you have bad lighting, it's going to completely ruin what you've created. If you're on a budget, what's the most important accessory to add to a room? A really good budget item would have to be a really nice rug, a rug that has texture and pattern and kind of can bring the whole room together, depending on what room we're talking about. So like living rooms or bedrooms or dining rooms, a rug can actually kind of bring the room together. And you can find rugs on Overstock and Wayfair and some of these bigger shops and get really affordable options. What's your favorite indoor plant for look and ease? A snake plant should be everyone's best friend because there is nothing you can do to kill that thing. Like I have had a snake plant for, I want to say seven years and I can't kill him. Like he's just, he's <laughs> That's important to know. happy, happy boy. <laughs> What's your favorite design TV show if you have one? I used to have more, like I loved Bravo's Design Star. I loved Jeff Lewis. He might actually still be on Bravo. I really do love Fixer Upper. I think they, as a couple, are just so kind and genuine and awesome. I may not always be like a fan of the aesthetics, but who cares? They're cool people. And But I'd have to say that would... I don't know. It's hard. I feel like design shows have changed a lot lately. And I don't know if it's for the better or for the worse, but that's probably it. (laughs) Hey, Tedra. Hey, Julie. So today we're talking to interior stylist and author Kirsten Grove from Simply Grove. Kirsten has always had a passion for interior design. Her blog, Simply Grove, is a creative outlet for all things aesthetically beautiful. Started in 2008 as a way to show off eye-catching design and decor from all over the world, Simply Grove has become a hangout for like-minded creatives with a love of interiors and an appetite for design. Kirsten has styled and designed for clients all over the world and has been featured in publications and sites such as Domino.com, Apartment Therapy, Design Sponge, and HGTV.com. On this episode, we chat about her love for Boise, her sweet and very funny husband, Shane, who she married at 19 years old and is a frequent guest on our Instagram, and also her top insider design tips and where to shop for your own home. We loved our conversation with Kirsten and know you will too. So before we start the show, we have a quick favor to ask you guys. If you're enjoying the podcast, would you mind sharing it with a friend? Just click the share button and spread the get to know love. Thanks, guys. You're listening to We Get to Know Podcast, and for years, we've all been following some of the most inspiring creatives, innovators, social media influencers, and bloggers. Simply put, we get inspired. The next best thing to following our favorite influencers is hearing their story straight from them. So listen in as we get to know Kirsten. Okay. Hi, Kirsten. Welcome to the show today. Hi. Thank you so much. Yeah, we're excited to talk to you. 
Where are we talking to you from? Boise, Idaho. And are you from Boise originally? I'm not. I have been here for almost 19 years, but I had originally lived in Seattle, Washington, Bend, Oregon. We lived in Jackson, Wyoming for a while when I was a kiddo. Oh my gosh. All like beautiful cities yes, with great for weather. Sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I'd, I've always stayed kind of in the West, the Pacific West besides Wyoming. But yeah, I'm a West girl through and through. Nice. Well, when I was researching you, I was going through your stories and your highlights and I've never been to Boise. I've never been to Idaho, actually. I obviously have heard a lot about Boise and it looks so cute. It really is. I live near the historical district uh, and near downtown Boise, and there is just something magical about this city. And everyone that comes and visits for the first time is usually blown away by, we're a very kind city. We're a very cool, hip city. We just have a lot to offer that you just wouldn't imagine being in Idaho. And that's kind of what's fun about it. It's kind of one of those gems that's just hiding out Not so much anymore. People are finding out about it a little bit more, but it's a really good city. I'm excited to be a part of a city that's growing and you get to watch the change firsthand, you know? Right. We live in Austin and I feel like it's kind of a similar story path. I mean, Austin is, I think, kind of gotten bigger earlier than Boise, but it's so interesting because people that come to visit think Texas is, you know, it's just a typical Texas city, which it's not. But living here, you rarely meet. I moved to Austin six years ago and I can count on one hand for sure how many people that I know that are from Austin, born and bred. It's just people that have, you know, transplants that have moved, you know, from all over, over the years. Is that kind of the same vibe in Boise or do you find it's more local? No, that is becoming the same vibe. And my husband was born and raised in Boise. And it's so funny when people find out that he's a native, their eyes like light up. They're like, oh my gosh. (laughs) There's something really special about it. One of my really good friends is from Austin. And I always think, gosh, you're like a gem. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, back in the day. Yeah, because it's our city has changed so much. So it's interesting to have friends or know people that are, you know, local that can kind of give you a different perspective of what the city is like now, because it's certainly changed quite a bit. Yeah. So you're married to a man named Shane, native Boise, Idaho. One thing that cracked me up when I was looking through your highlights was your late nights with Shane. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> it was so funny. I didn't realize what L and W S uh-huh. meant. I'm, like, hmm, I'm gonna have to like is that like a acronym for something? Um that was really cute. How'd y'all come up with that? It was in the middle of the night. So we're renovating our house. We've lived in our we bought this house almost three years ago. It's a 1957 mid-century, and we're renovating it. We're renovating it ourselves. And so my husband you know, he has a job, so he would have to work on it when we first moved here, like in the middle of the night. So I always make songs up. Like I sing songs about everything. My kids know this, like they each have five songs that I've written for them. Like I'm just like one constant commercial jingle. And so (laughs) it was the middle of the night. We're exhausted. And he was doing something, I think in the laundry room. And I just started singing play night with Shane. And he looked at me like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh my gosh, this could be really funny. Yeah. So I grabbed my phone. I'm like, play night with Shane. What are you doing, Shane? 
doing the laundry room machine. And his look to me was like, I'm going to kill you. If you don't stop right now, I'm going to kill you. (laughs) And sure enough, like all my fantastic followers were like, oh my gosh, we want more of late night with Shane. (laughs) So then- No, it's like your thing. It's so funny. I know. And I haven't actually done it in a while. And just yesterday, someone messaged me, hey, when are you bringing back late night with Shane? (laughs) Oh, that's hysterical. Well, and I don't know how his first reactions were when you started doing it, but the most recent ones, he's like totally answering. He's like, well, I'm planting some flowers. Oh yeah. He's like (laughs) totally jiving with it now. He gets it. (laughs) And Shane, he's so funny. Like I don't have a friend who doesn't think he's the funniest person. So I always joke that people follow me on Instagram because of Shane. Like there's, well, I kind of gathered, not that I gathered that he is very funny and I meant to check out his own Instagram because I think if he's funny on yours, I'm sure he's funny on his He's actually not. And he should be like, he's more serious on his, but the best message I've ever gotten was probably a year ago. A girl messaged me and said, Every time I get on Bumble or Tinder, I just pray that I find someone just like Shane. (laughs) Oh, that is so cute. Did you tell Shane that? Oh, yeah. Like, year. Oh, yeah. He hammed hammed it up. (laughs) Calling all Shanes. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, that's adorable. Well, I could certainly gather the vibe from just watching y'all for a few minutes that y'all are both very funny and have a very cute relationship. Yes, we. I love our relationship. We've been married 18 years now. Wow. And you know, I got married really, really young. And I had gotten married, my own family, my, my mom was in a really bad marriage. And I had just seen a lot of just stuff growing up. And so I just had always wanted to marry the opposite of what I had seen. And, and then it's funny now, my daughter is 12 and I when she was like nine, I was like, you're going to sign a contract that you're not getting married till you're 35. And she's like, well, you were 19. And I was like, I don't care. It's different for everyone. You were 19. I was 19. Yeah, I was. Well, and you know what's interesting about that is for you to have the foresight to be able to, because at 19, you're a much different person than you are at 25 or 30 and your priorities are much different. But for you to have that incredible foresight at 19 to marry somebody like, your husband, who you still just said you have an amazing, you know, relationship with. I think that's pretty incredible. Yeah. I feel like God knew what I needed as a person and what I did not need. And especially being that young. And so I do, I feel very blessed. I feel very blessed to have the marriage I have and to have met Shane. And he was actually my cousin's best friend growing up. So it was a very organic Oh, wow. So did you know each other for a while? Well, what's funny is I had met him a few years before that, and I actually didn't like him. I thought he was a flirt. I thought (laughs) he was like a ladies man. And I had a couple friends that had crushes on him and I was like, ew, you know, and then I wasn't living in Boise. I came to visit my mom and all of a sudden I was like, oh, Shane. And then I moved here. I literally (laughs) moved to Boise because I had a crush on him. So Wow. All worked out. (laughs) Oh, that's really cute. And y'all have two kids? We have two kids, 12 and 13. Uh, We adopted both of them. And we don't know if we're done yet. So that's a fun thought. Nice. Yeah. Wow. 12 and 13, what grades are this? Uh, Sixth and seventh. Nice. Okay. So let's talk about your house. You're 1950. What did you? Yeah, 1957. Yep. 
Okay, so I am obsessed with your black exterior. Yes. I'm glad it's you so... are because my neighbors about all peed their pants. <laughs> and that was <laughs> that was a fun day. <laughs> I mean, it is so striking. It's really, really beautiful. And I have never I mean, I've seen black houses, but not in that style. And I just love it. I think it's genius. And paired with your pink door, your rose colored door is really, really fine. I like it a lot. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it was when we were trying to decide what color we were going to paint, I just kept going to black. I had wanted a black house so bad. And Shane, he will do anything. Like he's not the type of husband that has, I mean, he has an opinion, but he's normally the opinion's as my opinion is, or he's like, you're the designer. I don't know. You know? So when I said black, he was, he was totally on board, but it was funny because a lot of our neighbors are older and a lot of them have lived here for 40, 50, 60 years. And the day he started, because he and his dad painted the house, the day they started, I mean, you should have seen how slow the cars were driving by. <laughs> and the, when you're in your kitchen baking pies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I know. And the old ladies are walking by with their dogs and they are giving him all sorts of looks. So the next day I literally went house to house and I did that. I gave them little presents and said, I hope you like our house. And, you know, once you meet them and you're nice, then they're like, well, it's not my favorite, but you're sweet, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I can live with that. Well, I just think it's so pretty. And I love the greenery and the wood and it's really, really nice color combination. So I love it. Thank you. Hey guys, we're going to pause for a minute to tell you about one of our partners. Anyone interested in 30% off the best vitamins? We know health and nutrition is important to everyone. One thing that goes hand-in-hand with our health is supplemental care. We've partnered with Dr. C Vitamins to offer you a 30% discount off their premium pharmaceutical-grade and medically-endorsed line of supplements. All vitamins are not created equal. In fact, there is no FDA oversight for supplements. Unlike over-the-counter vitamins, Dr. C supplements are manufactured without commonly found synthetic ingredients. I mean, you guys, who wants synthetics going into our bodies? They're also non-GMO and gluten-free. Their standards are so high, these vitamins are actually manufactured just like a prescription drug would be in an FDA-registered facility. Most vitamins do not subject themselves to this level of oversight. People are always asking if we take these personally, and we do. I take the D3K2 combo to support bone health, memory, mood, and immune support, and their collagen biotin that supports strong hair, nails, and skin. And then when I'm having those nights where I'm having a hard time falling asleep and unwinding, I take the melatonin B6 combo, and it really helps me gently fall asleep naturally. So give them a try, you guys. Go to drccares.com, use our code WEGETTONOW, and save 30% on your next order. Now enjoy the rest of the interview. How did you start as as a designer? Is that your background? So I am, I'm self-taught and design was always something, it was like the only thing I knew how to do. I remember being in elementary school, junior high, high school, and just redecorating my bedroom on a weekly basis or redecorating my mom's bedroom, just It was kind of my obsession in a way. And then because I got married so young, I just kind of went right into like wifehood and, you know, moved to Boise, not really knowing what my next step was going to be. And then I started working for builders, just doing like new construction, like picking out hardware and finishes and stuff like that. And then 
we adopted our son when I was 25 and then Eden came when I was 26. So then fast forward like a year and a half after both of them were born, I just got really bored. Like I love being a mom, you know, that's my, that's my ultimate job, but I wanted something to do kind of on the side. And so that's when I started my blog and that was in 2008. And then from my blog, it just kind of organically happened. And since then, I mean, that was 10 years ago, it's kind of acted as a portfolio for me. It's connected me with my clients, brands. It's kind of what pushed me into this career, I guess. And that was back when there wasn't a trillion blogs out there. 10 years ago, what was the blog scene like? It was so different. It was like all for one and one for all. So like all the bloggers, every day we would comment on each other's blog posts and you know, call each other. And we were like all best friends and we didn't have social media. You know, we didn't have Instagram or, or Facebook or anything. So it was all about the blog and you just spent hours and hours writing and being inspired and networking with people. And it was very different back then. What gave you that idea being that it was so new? Did you have kind of a mentor or did you have other blogs that you looked at and you thought, oh, hey, I could do this? Yes. So I followed Holly Becker, Decorate. I followed her for years, Design Sponge, Grace. And I just remember always admiring them and admiring their work and loving the aspect of writing about design and writing about what makes design so relatable and all that. And yeah, so I would say being inspired by them. And then I had friends kind of encourage me because I would email my friends like, hey guys, Pottery Barn's having a sale, you know, and they could care less. They're like, cool. (laughs) And one friend was like, you know, you should write about this stuff. Like start a blog, basically like stop bothering us and write it, (laughs) write it somewhere else. So And I remember it was like late at night and I was sitting, I had a paisley chair back in the day, black and white. And I remember just sitting down on my chair and I was like, well, I'm going to start a blogspot.com. Remember (laughs) blogspot.com? Yeah. You're self-taught in that as well, I guess, right? Yeah. Uh Yeah. But but, I mean, it was so easy. Blogspot.com was like super easy. Kind of a template. So now that social media is in the picture, does your blog, I mean, how do you kind of weigh the two? Because I know they're both very time consuming. Does social media kind of take over your, what your blogging life was? Yeah, it does because brands are more interested in, in Instagram right now or Pinterest. I mean, they do ask for a blog post, but that's not their that's not the main thing for them now. They want they want to be seen fast and quick and social media can do that. I mean, there's been, I've done campaigns where I haven't even used the blog platform. They just wanted everything on Instagram. So yeah, it's changed a lot. Well, and you've worked with some great, amazing big brands. I mean, did that just kind of start organically or did you, I mean, was it as simple as, you know, you're writing about sales at Pottery Barn and or kind of when did that change for you? How did that grow? I would say it was both organic and then it was also networking. So I, back in the day, I would go to Alt Summit, which was that design conference they used to have in Salt Lake. I went to that every year. And being in Boise, you have to put yourself out there. You have to go find them. Now, there were things that would come to me, come to my email inbox and stuff like that. But it definitely was work for me to get myself out there 
I feel like I am a better person in person than I am behind the computer. And I like when people meet me because then I feel like it can make a little bit more sense, if that makes sense. So I tried to network as much as I could back in the day. And then I would gain relationships with brands and companies and designers. And so I would say that's kind of how it all began. And then once one brand sees you worked with one brand, then it kind of is a domino effect. Okay. Speaking about Domino, you're nominated for the best blog award for Domino. Yes. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. That was very nice. I was actually very surprised by that and I doubt I won, but thank you, Domino. (laughs) Well, just to be nominated is a huge... (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. And you just said that you're better in person than you are behind a computer. And I was going to say, when I was watching your stories, I think you come across so well, you know, through the phone. So I think you probably have both both ends going for you, to be quite honest. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I want to ask you just some design questions. What would be like your ideal job? Mm, Oh my gosh. Right now, I, if someone said, Hey, I bought an old hotel. Do you want to design it? I would cry. I would pee my pants and then I would cry. (laughs) That would be like my dream, dream, dream job right now. Doing a hotel. We actually just got hired for um, a restaurant renovation. We have this ski resort an hour and 20 minutes outside of Boise and it went bankrupt 10 years ago and they're trying to reopen it and kind of give it a new face. And so they hired us for one of their restaurants. Oh, nice. Well, maybe that will translate into something bigger. <laughs> totally. I know. So yeah, it, commercial right now, boutique commercial is like my thing right now. And do you see a lot of that happening in Boise or do you feel like you have to kind of, I mean, I know you design all over the place, but do you see that happening in other cities, states? Yes. Boise is a little bit slow, but yes. I actually did two coffee shops last year, which was a blast. Oh, nice. The one thing about Boise is it is growing at a rapid pace, but at the same time, with like any city, you have the people that kind of want to keep it the same and they have a hard time with change. And so as much as I would want to just walk into every restaurant and give them a facelift, you know, I think it's going to take a little bit of time and maybe not, but we do have more clients outside of Boise at the moment than here. Oh, nice. What is your idea of like perfect design happiness? Like you walk into a hotel or a space, a restaurant, and you think this is just perfect. Like what makes it perfect for you? I think any space that you know they thought out of the box and they really use their creativity to not look like everyone else, I always have respect for that. And when someone can make a space clean and modern, but warm and inviting, I think that they've done a stellar job. I always say that my aesthetic is somewhere between Scandinavian mid-century schoolhouse electric meets Finland. Like it's kind of a collaboration of, it's very Scandinavian, but it's very mid-century. And I, and I always want my spaces to feel warm. And when people think modern or mid-century, they think cold. I know. Well, I was just going to ask you, how do you marry those two? Because that is a hard. It is. You can marry them by the colors you use to the textures you use. And you can, you can make them you can make the spaces feel inviting and not cold and like you wouldn't want to hang out there. 
but we stayed at a hotel this summer in Lake Tahoe, South Lake Tahoe, mm-hmm. the coachman. And oh, I walked, I oh my gosh, I walked into their lobby and was like, I just wanted to hug the whole place. I mean, they just did such a good job making it so cool, but so inviting. It was like, yeah. Well, have you stayed or you went to, um, I think when you were visiting Austin, the South Congress Hotel, do you feel like that has a similar vibe? loved that vibe. Yes, for sure. The lobby. Oh my gosh. I loved it so much. But yeah, Yeah. like, I don't know if it's like the greenery or what it is, but it just is so warm and yeah cozy. In fact, Tedder and I work there once a week um, and nice. I love it. It's like our favorite place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so great. So has your design aesthetic always been kind of the Scandinavian Finland minimal look or has that changed through the years? I think it's changed. I think it's evolved. I've always, I've always been inspired by European design from when I was a kid, but I think the older I've gotten, it's evolved a little bit more and it's become a little bit more mature. Maybe some things I would have done in my twenties, I probably wouldn't do now. I, you know, I wouldn't do like a bright accent wall or I've learned to kind of keep things a little bit more minimal and then add the pops and like the accessories and the things that you can actually change. They're easier to change, you know? Yeah. I feel like I've matured a little bit in my style. I read that when you, well, you said that you were designing your bedroom every weekend and you were painting it yeah. in rainbows. And, <laughs> yeah. Um, I forget what else you said, but I remember, and not that I ever was into design, but I thought I just, you know, I, I had a room and I wanted to make it my own. And my parents were like, oh, we'll go for it. Here's some paint. And I painted like the ceiling purple. <laughs> I did like some gold. I don't even know what it was. It was so ugly though. I mean, I think I like had to convince myself that I liked it because my parents let me do it, but <laughs> it was just awful. So awful. And there was like their most random colors together, like a deep purple with this like really random pink and a that, gold. That <laughs> sounds about right. <laughs> sounds about what we'd want. <laughs> I know. It was so funny. I mean, I think it's only natural that your style evolves, but I also think too with the advent of social media, does that also play a role in how things photograph and yes, just how often you have to put stuff up there and, you know, for bigger picture brands to, you know, be looking at you and all that. Yeah. And that's actually, this very true. And one thing about social media, that's kind of, I don't know if it's what it's done to the game, but there's been times when I've wanted to do something to a space, but I knew if I did it, either A, a brand wouldn't respond well to it because it was too abnormal for them, or B, my readers wouldn't like it because it was too abnormal for them, which is a bummer. Cause like, that is a bummer. I put you in a little bit of a box. Yeah, it does. And as a designer, I want to like think outside of the box and do new things. And And when I've done that and I've posted about it, it can go either way. It can go either like, I posted a mustard kitchen yesterday and I was like, oh man, this will go either way. It wasn't my (laughs) kitchen, it was someone else's. And how did it it go? Oh my gosh, I'm still getting messages about it. And it's funny because people don't sometimes read the caption, they just see the picture. So a lot of people just assumed it was my kitchen. So I probably got over a hundred direct messages about what's the color of the cabinets? What's the, and I'm like, Whoa, that's crazy. Because two weeks ago I posted, I think a green kitchen and it was like, 
did anyone see this? You know, like <laughs> I don't get it. Right. Well, and also you can weigh, you get instant responses. So you are able to test basically yeah. what yes. works and what doesn't in, yeah. in instant time. Yeah, exactly. And you can tell, you can tell within five minutes if your post is going to suck or if it's going to do awesome. And do you have pretty thick skin for that? Does it, do you take it personal ever? No, not at all. I used to blog for MarthaStewart.com and oh my gosh, I, some of the comments I would get from some of the posts I did, I actually did a series a couple years ago on Instagram about the comments I got and I would read them. And that's funny. Like one lady was like, she's probably not even educated. Why would you, I mean, like attacking me or like one person's like, she's probably not a good mom. I'm like, what? You're getting oh, that. that you're getting that from a design post. Wow. Uh, people. Yeah. Very far reaching. <laughs> That's pretty funny. That's such a good idea though, to do a, an entry on like the most random or yes. rude messages. Oh yeah. Received. I've done it a couple of times. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Okay. Do you have a current designer that you absolutely love and admire? Oh my gosh. Yes. Or more than one. I have more like than that. one, right? I'm really, really, really into Australian design or what they're doing in Australia. I just think that they're doing like such a good job over there mixing colors and aesthetics. And she's not a designer, but she, the design files, she posts a lot of what Australia is doing right now in design. And then from her posts, I figure out like the designers that are killing it over there. Like Jason Grant, he's an Australian designer and he just wrote a book a couple years ago. Yeah. Anytime... I find something from Australia. I'm like all over that. That's your jam. That's my jam. And you have a book, Simply Styling. I do. Yeah, I wrote it two years ago now. Nice. Do you have another one coming or was that? I want to do, I want to do another one. It's like design changes so fast. And I remember when I got the sample copy of my book, I was already like, oh my gosh, I have to do another one. I don't even like these pictures, but that was a fun book because I wanted to create something that was very, very simple. And I wanted it to be applicable for a college student or a young mom or an adult. Like I just kind of wanted to make it like a really easy manual and urban Mm -hmm. outfitters picked it up pretty quick after it was released. And I got so many fun messages from young girls that just loved it. And, you know, I'm in my late thirties. So of course you're going to take that as a compliment. You know, I'm like, Oh man, if the young people like I'm it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Urban outfitters. Yeah. Up and girls. I've made That's it. Legit. I've arrived. But for my next book, I do want to make it a little bit more mature and I don't know. We'll see. So you enjoyed that process then? I did. Yeah. It was super fun. Yeah. Okay. So kind of for the lay person who's, you know, maybe doing a room or whatever, what, what are kind of your favorite places to look for things online? Your favorite, you know, shopping sources? For budget. And I know a lot of people, that's the number one question is, is it affordable? Is it going to fit in my budget? There's a lot of sites that make it affordable to have great design. So like for lighting, France and Sun, they're a great source for budget-friendly lighting. Wayfair is always having 
just crazy, crazy sales. And, you know, they've got options for furniture and rugs and, and lighting. My favorite websites would have to be, I love CB2. I, whoever CB2's designers are right now, they're killing it. I agree. I walked in there the other day and I thought everything in here looks so fresh and clean and new. I totally agree. They are doing such a good job. I also love the citizenry, which is handmade. They do a lot of textiles and ceramics and accessories. I think they do a really good job. I have a woven wicker chair in my bedroom from them that I love. Right now, there's a lot of good bedding options out there, like brick linens. They do all linen bedding, which once you go linen, it's hard to go back. A really good furniture website out of Canada that ships to the U.S. Well, there's two. There's Rove Concept and there's Article. And both of them are affordable furniture, great quality. I have a lot of their pieces in my house. Okay. I've not heard of many of the places you just mentioned. That's, that's good. That's some good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. There's some good options out there. Well, do you have photos of the man cave up anywhere? Yes, I do. I think I have website. one on my... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You were, as you were describing that, I thought, okay, I'd miss that. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah. I think I Instagrammed too, a picture a couple of weeks ago. It's like all wood paneling and there's a big round milk glass light in the middle with a ping pong table. Okay. I'll have to look for it. Okay. Well, I'm going to pass you off to Tedder, but I hope that you come to Austin again soon and hopefully um, we'll make our way up to Boise. I'm dying to see it now. Yes. You guys will love it. What's the weather like right now? So it is the fall time. It's going to be in the 60s. And then winter, you know, you never know. It can either be snowmageddon or super mild. <laughs> so we will see what happens this year. Oh, well, it could be. We, we're suffering through the heat still. So now maybe it'd be a good time to go up there. Yeah. Yeah. Come <laughs> cool off here. <laughs> yeah. All right. Tedra. Okay, so I'm loving listening to this conversation. Okay, so one thing I just want to hop back and circle around to is, so you were married at 19. Yeah. <laughs> I want to know, like, was your family or your parents saying, like, whoa, like, what, you know, like, was anyone saying, like, you're a little young? Why, why aren't y'all waiting a couple of years? Um, you know, like I said, my story, I mean, I could go about another hour talking about my story growing up. It's complex. It's there's a lot. And I actually didn't have really a dad involved in that process. And my mom is a, she's amazing. She's incredible. And she was an amazing single mom. And so for her, Shane was such a good guy that he answered all of her prayers. (laughs) Really? Oh yeah. I can see that perspective. Yeah. Yeah. So not really. It's almost like she probably felt like, okay, she has found someone who's yeah great, kind, loving, going to take care of her. Yeah. I can see that be like nice for a mother to like feel safe with. Yeah, For sure. And again, it's funny because I'm like, kids, you're not, you're going to college, you're getting a job, you're going to travel the world. And they just look at me like, (laughs) okay, but you were 19 and you know, so it's not like I'm going around advocating for getting married young because I'm not, but it worked for my life for whatever reason. Yeah. And every once in a while, like that right circumstance, I think it can be very successful. For sure. Okay. So then talking about your design work, I'm just curious, like if there's like one thing when you're doing projects, like what's like the 
kind of over and over again, like the one frustration, they're like, oh, got to deal with this little thing. Like what's the sort of like that thorn in your side when you're working on a project, just out of curiosity? That would be budgets. So that, that would, yeah, that would be like, you know, you've signed the contracts, you have gone through the budget with a calm with your client. And then in the middle of the project, they freak out and either cut the budget in half or give you like, I'll either pay you what I owe you or I'll have to cut. I mean, it's just, it gets so messy. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I could see that. Sort of when I asked the question, I thought, I wonder what the answer will be. And then as soon as you said it, I'm thinking, of course. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yep, that's it. What's one or two great tips you could give to the listeners? It could be about design or just life. I would say my first tip is find someone that you can laugh with and have fun with and be yourself with. And that won't compete with you in your everyday. Second tip is, like I said, at the beginning of the show, choose lighting well. Lighting can make or break a space. And people don't realize that if you just have all overhead lights at night, it can totally kill a mood. So make sure that you're really considering where you're putting lamps and pendants and all that because that can kill a space. Yeah, you got to layer the lighting a little bit. Yep, yep. So if I called you at 9 a.m. on any given day, what are you most likely doing? Answering emails. So I have already taken the kids to school and I've either found myself at a coffee shop or I'm back at home and I am just combing through my emails at 9 a.m. every day. (laughs) What is something people would be surprised to know about you? I wish that you could see a picture of me when I was a kid because (laughs) everyone that has seen a picture of me as a kid is speechless. They can't even talk. So I, oh, wait, you're gonna have to, you're gonna have to show it. <laughs> you can story so, it sometimes. I, oh, I have, I have storied, and I will do it again, and I will tag you when this comes out. I will, I will definitely do it and tag you. Oh, that's funny. I was a redhead. I love redheads. Redheads are awesome. My hair has uh-huh. definitely gotten lighter over the years, but it's just too hard to explain. People say it's like look what the Lord has done. (laughs) (laughs) That's hilarious. Well, how do you like to decompress at the end of the day? I love going out to eat. That's like my, oh man, if I could go out to eat every night with my husband, I could. Like that is one of my favorite pastimes. And it's my number one way to just like, forget the day and just kind of move on and yeah, and unplug. So it would have to be out to eat. Who are three people you'd love to follow on Instagram? Okay. My top three in no particular order, they're not designers. My first one that I love, her name's Kelly Hampton. Her page is called ETST and she's a writer. She's an author. And she's also a mom of a little girl with Down syndrome. And I'm obsessed with the girl. I'm obsessed with Kelly. I think, or no, it's Kel. I think it's Kel. But I just think that how she writes and communicates is beautiful. And she just makes motherhood look just like the most amazing job that any 
woman can have. My second favorite follow is Lauren Scruggs Kennedy, who is Jason Kennedy's wife. And yes, and I have a lot of the same dietary restrictions as she does. And so I started following her just to get inspired for what to eat on a regular basis. And I think that she's fantastic. I love her style. I love her heart. Did you see that video that her and Jason just posted where they were like dancing to like that song? It was so cute. They both posted it. Yes. I I was like, what an adorable couple. I I love them so much. And then I already uh, mentioned the design files, but that would probably be my favorite design account right now out of Australia. So those are my top three. You mentioned dietary restrictions, but have you ever heard of Alex from The Defined Dish? No, I haven't. Okay, if you're looking for food that works for that strict diet restriction, she has the best recipes. Um, She actually was a guest on our show like early on on our Eat Well show. But you've got to look her up, the defined dish, okay, and follow her, and you'll you'll be sending me an email in a month thanking me for all those great recipes. I mean, she does wonderful food that's super clean, grain free, dairy free, like all of the things that mess people up in their track. So, oh my goodness, yeah, okay. just I'd throw that out to you. She's like, it's like I found her when I did a whole thirty once, and I just keep singing her praises because good food. Okay, I'm on it. What's your favorite app, excluding social media? Wonderlist. Wonderlist keeps my life together. <laughs> it's just the, you know, the list app. I have to be organized in order to enjoy life. So I have to know that everything that I have to do is on one list and that I'm accomplishing one at a time. And I love when I accomplish it and I mark it off the list. Wonderlist like gives this ding that I now in my mind, when I hear that ding, I think I'm conquering the world, you know? So yeah, <laughs> Wonderlist is my favorite. So what's a favorite book or a book you're currently loving right now? I am horrible. I haven't read a book in about two months and I am, it's horrible. My husband always makes fun of me, but I am going on a trip. We're going, my mom and my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, we're going to Europe in a couple of weeks. So my plan is just to read as much as I can on the plane. So I can't even tell you of a book right now that I can't put down because I don't have, I don't have one. So if you have one, you tell me and then I'll read it. Well, I'm actually not reading a book right now either, but my nice day in this stacked with like six or seven that are on my to-do list. So I'm sort of in the same yeah. boat. Well, I, at least you have them by you. I don't even have any by me. Oh yeah, they're <laughs> on my nice, on my nice day. I'm like, okay, grab one, but soon enough. Describe your perfect day. My perfect day would be sleeping in a little bit and then getting up and going straight to like one of my favorite coffee shops in Boise sitting down with my husband, talking about the day. And then I love, I have been like this since I was a little girl. I love taking drives. Like it just is so relaxing to me. So my perfect day, we would take a drive around Boise, look at some homes, maybe go to a couple of open houses. And then obviously my perfect day involves food. So going out to eat, because that's always what it involves. And then probably getting a massage. Like we were just talking last night. I can't remember the last time I got a a massage. And I feel like that's just such a little wonder. It can do such wonders for you. But I think my perfect day would be in Boise. I think because I travel a bit, I 
tend to think of Boise as like my oasis away from the world. So what's your beverage of choice, AM and PM? Coffee. It's always been coffee and it always will be coffee. (laughs) So you said you travel. I know a lot of that's for work, but where do you travel where like when you leave, you're always shedding a tear? I love San Francisco. I love the food there. I love the vibe. I love everything about it. And I love Austin. Austin, San Francisco are some of my top two cities. New York though, I always am sad when I leave New York. Like not that I would even want to live there because I wouldn't, but I just, the vibe, there's just nothing like it. And we actually had Thanksgiving in New York last year with our kids. And I remember when we got on the plane to go home, I was like visibly so sad. And my kids were like, mom, it's okay. You can come back, you know, like, so that would probably be the place that I would be the most sad when I leave. Or like some resort in Mexico. Oh my gosh, that's hard to leave. <laughs> so do you have a current Netflix addiction? Right now I'm watching the show Calling the Midwife. I think that's what it's called. Or Call the Midwife. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Uh-huh. How is that? It's super cute. Like, I think it's four seasons I think it was a PBS show. I really enjoy it. I also love, love crime documentaries. Like anything that has to do with like the How to Make a Murder or any of those shows. Oh, when that came out, I mean, I could not do anything except for I know. I was just, and anyone around me, I'm like, like obviously no one's looking except for me. I'm watching it like on my laptop. I'm like, does anyone understand what's happening here? (laughs) Attention, attention. I know. (laughs) It becomes an obsession. What about beauty products? Do you have any favorites that are always in your bag? I try and stay very clean with my beauty products. And I found this one moisturizer and I cannot remember the name of it because I found it at like our local co-op. But the ingredients are olive oil, beeswax, coconut oil, and rosehip. And those four ingredients I swear by anyways, but they were able to put it all in one jar. So I just always try and stay as much clean as I can. Another beauty product that is not clean at all that I swear by is I do the Rodin and Fields, I think it's what's called. I do their eyelash serum and I get asked all the time if I have fake eyelashes and they're completely real. Okay, so who would you love to have coffee with? We know you love your coffee. I would love to have coffee with Nate Berkus. I would think that would be really fun. And I would love to pick his brain about design and just hear his life story. Do you live by a motto? My motto is just laugh. Just laugh. Who's your celebrity crush? Just had this conversation with my husband, of all people, because it used to be Jude Law. And then for some reason, it's not anymore. And I don't feel like I have one right now, though I think Chris Pratt is like the coolest human ever. My husband has a celebrity crush and he's had this crush for years. It's Sandra Bullock. And I always joke around because she has a house in Jackson Hole, Wyoming. And I used to live there and we're only like six hours away. And so when I see like on E! News or whatever that she's there, I'm like, Shane, Sandy's in Jackson. You want to take a trip? (laughs) What song do you currently have on repeat? I don't know if I have one song on repeat, but I do have an artist on repeat right now. His name is Major, 
And I hadn't actually heard of him until a couple months ago, but he's like a very soul R&B, but it kind of takes you back to like, kind of like the soul music in like the 60s. He's really good. And I also love, well, Mumford and Sons. I guess they do have a new single that has been on repeat. So I guess I do have a song on repeat, Delta, Mumford and Sons. Okay, what meal would you choose as your last meal? Pho. I love pho. My whole family loves pho. If there's one meal that the four of us agree on, it's always Vietnamese pho. Who's your girl crush? I love Kelly Clarkson. Oh, yeah, okay. I think she is a doll face, and I think she's so funny and so clever. So maybe Kelly. Yeah, she's like smart-witted on that show. I don't watch The Voice, but I've seen it enough times to like get a little bit of her personality, and she seems like she's she's on it with those boys. Yes, she is. (laughs) What's the best gift you've ever received? Probably my grandmother's wedding ring. I had lost my wedding ring years ago, and we don't know. I think my daughter ate it, I swear. I have no idea what happened to it. (laughs) And my grandma, right before she passed away, gave me her wedding ring, and I wear it, obviously, every day. So that's probably my favorite gift. What's the best gift you've ever given? I did a room makeover for my in-laws, so Shane's parents who are amazing, amazing people. I did the one room challenge and was able to get their whole entire living room totally renovated, decorated, the best furniture, the best accessories. We just went all out and just seeing their face after it was done was pretty awesome. What's the last thing you Googled? (laughs) Um, I feel like it should be funny. Let me see really quick. This cannot be me. Red Sox versus Yankees. That's not me. That must be my <laughs> like Shane. Yeah, the second one is well, USPS because I have something coming in the mail and I swear they lost it. So I guess it's not that interesting. I thought it was gonna be funny. Okay, so one last question for you. What's the greatest life advice you've ever received? My mom always gave me the advice to shut up and play. And my father-in-law also always gave that advice to my husband. And so that's something that we've given our children. Instead of talking during the game and creating chaos, just shut up and play. Just do what you're supposed to do and do it well. Don't murmur, don't complain, and you will be blessed. All right, I love that. Okay, so where do we find you? Also, what's the name of your book? Simply Styling. Simply Styling. Okay. So tell us, where do we find you online and what are your social media handle names? My blog is simplygrove.com. And then you can find me on social media at Simply Grove. All of them, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, they're all at Simply Grove. Did you say Facebook? Facebook. Sorry. Oh. <laughs> my, Facebook. I think my mom said, she used to say Facebook all the time because they knew about, what was the other one? Space something? Or maybe MySpace. MySpace. And so then my she says, yeah. That's funny. Oh, so my mom and dad both were like, well, what's this whole thing about Facebook about? I don't know. <laughs> so that is the best. <laughs> This has been so great talking to you and getting to know you. I'm sitting here just like taking it all in. I'm a great conversationalist and it's been a lot of fun. Oh, thank you. And you guys made it super easy. And I'm like obsessed with wanting to get up to Boise now. So I'll probably look for the black house and yep. if I knock on the yep. door. Someday, <laughs> <laughs> well, when you come, I'll host you. So it'll be fun. Okay. 
All right. Well, thanks for your time and coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you. Bye, Kirsten. Okay, Julie. So time for a little host to host chat. So a big thing that just happened here in Austin, which I'm not sure exactly when this show will air. So this will be, you know, a week or two later, but we just finished two weeks of ACL festival. (laughs) So we did not go, but we did. It still impacts our life, you know, very much so traffic. And then also just invade our town. Well, we love that. We do love it. At least I do. I can see it and hear it from my apartment downtown. And so I always sort of enjoy that a little bit, like watching the people come in every day and watching them leave. It's like my own little participation. Plus, sometimes famous people, right, will stay at your building, right? Haven't you seen mm, them? I mean, so I saw Reality Star. Famous I saw people. Reality Star last okay. weekend. That was well, kind that's of fun. quasi-famous. Yeah. That's so funny because we, as you know, live... How many miles do you think from downtown? Like five? Two. Oh, three. two. No, probably like three or four. Oh, three and a half. You've walked it before. Three and a half. Oh, to that's get right. building. And we could hear the music too. I mean, I yeah. could hear the words, not just like the beat, but I could actually hear the singing. Well, Paul McCartney was a headliner one night and I sat upstairs with uh, some of our mutual friends and we could hear Hey Jude being sung by the audience. Oh, that's fun. And see the fireworks and all that. So that was kind of cool on the roof. What was the band that we heard the last night that was really good? Kind of the electronic? Oh, yeah. It was a, like, that's all they are. There was no singing. I don't know the name. Sorry. Anyway, your daughter participates. Her and her friends all go. I know. It's quite overwhelming letting her go into the park with her five close friends or whatever and 200,000 other people. (laughs) Well, you know what's interesting about ACL? It really, the age limit, I mean, you have families there with their little kids and then you have you have 60 year olds or 70 year olds I mean people who just love music so it really is like everyone you know anything for everyone right well we need to go next year Tedra I haven't been in a couple years actually no that's not true I went last year but it is fun if the weather's nice make a day of it yeah it all depends on who's playing too true yeah although the Bahamas Bahamas um, played and I really wanted to see them yeah another time another time so we want to thank you all for listening today. And if you like the show, we'd love for you to head over to iTunes and give us a positive review. You can find us at wegettoknow.com where you can sign up for our newsletter and on social media at wegettoknow. Head over to Instagram. We'd love to hear from you and get your opinions on guests and show ideas. Our music is provided by the talented Blake Atwell of Studio 1916. Until next time, take care as we continue to get to know all of our favorite people. Hey, Tedra. Hey, Jade. (laughs) Julie. Hi, Julie. I mean, seriously. Hey, Tedra. Hey, Jade. (laughs) Jeez.